Welcome back to the ADW profile, everybody. Yes. Everybody meaning everyone who's listening in this moment. Mm-hmm. Of course, Tim, ADW is a deeper way of everything. Now, today mm-hmm. we're focusing on the cyplex and yes. in particular the vector of energy yeah. orientation, and even in right. more particular, mm-hmm. The, the tendency, tendency on so if you're looking at your cyplex, the the left side, yeah, um, the west side, mm-hmm. uh, the light blue, the light baby blue, the Carolina yeah, blue, the there it is. internal orientation, internal orientation. So Tim, internal. give us an overview. What are we thinking about? What are we talking about around internal orientation? What the heck does that mean? So for folks who are high on this tendency, so they orient themselves or they tend to orient themselves internally, right? As opposed to orienting myself externally. So internally, inward, into myself in order uh, to gain energy or to recharge. You know, I'm going to ask right off the bat here. Yeah. Most people, I bet, are familiar with the concept of introversion, extroversion. Yeah. Very close relationship here, Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily a one-to-one comparison. The idea here in in the cyplex and the deeper understanding here is around, the focus is on where do I orient myself in hopes of right? Or with plans to, or expectations to gain energy. It doesn't mean that I'll necessarily always get energy internally, but I tend to orient myself inward in order to attempt to gain energy, right? And so often we end up getting energy that way, but this is really about which direction am I orienting sort of with the planned behavior of getting of getting energy, picking it up. And I, I would add that with the ADW profile, sort of our internal, well, all of the tendencies in, in the cyplex, mm-hmm. there's actually a lot more depth and nuance to the right. measure. It's not just one scale. Right. right? So so you're actually getting a, 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 um, a, a more, what am I trying to say? Well. I think a rich picture. Thank you. That's lovely. Yeah. 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 You get a more rich picture. And these tendencies are shaped not just by our typical traits and patterns, but also right. by how we understand ourselves. Exactly. Right. And also, also by the things that we might need psychologically to gain a sense of security. So those drive that self-concept and what I need to feel secure drive and shape my traits and patterns as well as one more layer that other type tools don't touch emotionality, right? right. Sort of our access to our emotional experience. Yeah. And that certainly impacts all of this. Yeah. So individuals who tend toward an internal orientation to gain energy, well, they typically are characterized or understood or observed as being reserved 
interested in their own kind of thought processes. Yeah. They're less inclined to consistently act on their environments and what that means. They're not going to be outside Push out. pushing yeah. out, right? Whether that's telling other people what to do or moving things around. They, <laughs> internal people tend to kind of stay in, yeah, right? right? Right. And so many of them get energy by reducing this stimulation from the outside, reducing nice. it and seeking places that give that reduced stimulation. So that's the internal orientation folks. And now what say uh, you. Well, I say as we have probably discussed more times than one could keep a tally of, you have your overall internal orientation. Everyone has some, right? No human doesn't have hey. any, right? So yep. it's it's not your either internal or external, but how much internal do you have? Yeah. But then the more interesting question, what's your flavor? What's your flavor? Two people who have a lot or a little, even they could have the same number of chevrons, but what that looks right. like for each person, their flavor could be wildly different. Yeah. So let's go through what are the four aspects that really right. make up internal orientation? One of these aspects is attention to detail Ooh. or cautiousness, right? Yeah, there's a carefulness. Kind of having a sense of caution with how I approach or interact with my environment, right? Mm -hmm. And if you think about from this internal tendency, I get energy inward. Well, acting outward, then there might be some risk. Exactly. Right? So they naturally bring a sense of caution and attention to detail. So if you're really high on this one, your internal flavor might be primarily driven by this cautiousness. And that yeah. might be the thing that people see in, in you yeah. most. So that's that attention to detail. What's another aspect? Well, thank you for letting me say this one because it's one yes. of my favorite words to say. And it is a real word. We didn't it just is a real make word. it up. No. Solitudeness. Solitudeness. This one maybe is probably more closely aligned to what we do traditionally think about in terms of introversion, extroversion, right? So someone who's high on solitudeness literally does kind of recharge more when they go, well, in solitude, sort of yeah. spending time alone with their thoughts. Um, yeah. And, and the opposite is also true then sort of spending time in large groups and, and that's going to be more energy sucking uh, makes me think of the energy sucking vampires from what we have yes. shadows. But anyway, this aspect is actually how you and I, one way that you and I are very different. Mm -hmm. I'm very high on solitudeness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is interesting uh, because I'm not high on solitudeness. Right. But I do have some internal orientation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, but that one is not in the driver's seat yeah. for my internal orientation. Yeah. This then one's an interesting one for folks to look at and compare their typical day under stress and at their best. Yeah. That can often, if there's big changes between these three states, that can often be a clue, right? What do I need right now? Right. Yeah. Different than what do I want? 
<laughs> Check out the Psychology at Work podcast to learn about the yes. difference between needs and wants. A third, a third aspect. It's not that there's an order here, but third one here that that gives a flavor of what that internal orientation might look like is is this aspect called modesty, mm. and it's really kind of characterized by being unassuming or almost avoiding making grand displays of self. So it's not like messing up like the cautiousness one, but it's it's avoiding grand displays or being the center of attention, right? Not wanting to draw too much attention to oneself. Probably not going to be first to volunteer for karaoke. Right, right. This one is like how you and I are almost exactly the same. I think we're at the first percentile on modesty. Right. That's why we have two podcasts and not just one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think either one of us mind the attention, but our internal oriented friends, right? We can really be aware that somebody is high on modesty. Being pushed into the center or being asked to do something where all eyes are on you, that can be a really, one, distressing thing, but two, sucks your energy out, right? So it's not energizing. Final one. Kind of related in some ways. I suppose they're all related. That's why they all load onto the same construct. All cousins. Um, yeah. Self consciousness. Mm. Self consciousness, which you know is very much an emotional experience, right? Yeah. It, it um, not to get too far off here, but it, but it's part of that emotionality family in the broader system of a deeper way. Um, and, and folks who are high on self-consciousness, right? They're, they're going to be very attuned and aware to sort of having the experience of being embarrassed, being criticized, uh, being, yeah. being the, I would say, maybe I'll ask you to comment more on this because I have none of this. Um, right. So, <laughs> right. Which, very, which is where I'm different. Where very we're different tuned to being yeah. seen and like, what are people going to see? Yeah. Would that, does that make Well, sense? that desire for privacy is there with self-consciousness. It's also a heightened awareness toward the potential for criticism. Right. So, so, so it's the, not the just modesty, being seen, but it's, if I'm right. seen, I'll be criticized. Right. So yeah. I'm super high on modesty. No, I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm super low on modesty and super high on self-consciousness. So right. if there isn't the risk of criticism... <laughs> I'm I'm Perfect actually storm. Well, I'm I'm fine. Right. With the spotlight, right? Right. But if I sense the risk of criticism is present, then I really don't want the attention. Right. So if if folks are low on modesty and high on self-consciousness, go ahead and, and write into the show and we'll we want to hear your stories. Yes. <laughs> Cuz I think often it can be confusing for other people when you see a difference on these two, because under certain circumstances, right. this individual is really out there and fine with the attention. And then other other circumstances, like a wallflower. And, and if you're not sure about this underlying deeper sense of why, then it can be confusing. So right. yet another example of how this profile takes it deeper. And so having a sense of where you're on, um, each of those mm -hmm. four scales, attention to detail, solitudinous, modesty, self-consciousness, yeah. 
really helps inform what your flavor of internal orientation is, which of those is in the driver's seat, which one isn't really impacting uh, your orientation much at all. Life hacks. I think it's that time. Yes. Rapid fire. Do you want to start? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Just some general tips and life hacks for folks who find themselves high on this internal tendency. So one thing to think about, you know, sort of as you talk about sometimes folks who are high on this, again, depending upon which one is in the driver's seat, there can be a lot of cautiousness or sort of carefulness around decision-making and, well, should we go, should we not? And of course that can be helpful in certain situations, but also take time to ask yourself, okay, am I ruminating or am I, am I, am I really, you know, asking really good questions about moving forward, right? We, we can quickly get stuck in ruminating, ruminating around the what ifs Awesome about situations that, you know, may or not be helpful. Yeah. I love that one. I got another one. See what you think about this. Okay. In large group settings, go ahead and and find a purpose for being in the group setting, whether that's going in in cooking or even making it a game of, I'm going to find 10 people and I'm going to find out one thing about each of these 10 people. Aha, now I've got a purpose. Make a game of it. Right. Yes. And find a purpose. And so anything you can find to to have a purpose or a focus reason to your attention for being in this group allows the brain to kind of focus on that I instead like that. of all these people around me right like that, that ambient energy we can kind of bracket it when we find a singular purpose i like that a lot how about this one I'm curious what you think of this you know often we, we tend to focus on ourselves and our needs and wants. Yeah. Which, no shame at all right. around that. You should. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility. It's all of our responsibilities to do that. And every once in a while, consider that the people around you, they might actually want to celebrate you and maybe oh. something that you've accomplished. And maybe... Yeah. Giving them the opportunity to do that is maybe a gift you can offer everyone's yeah. while, even if it makes you kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, to focus on the joy that you're actually helping provide yeah. by kind of letting people celebrate you every once in a while. Yeah, so I'm hearing you say it's a gift that we're giving to others when we take the gift they give to us. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Last life hack, when feedback's coming in, really pay attention to separating the feedback from your sense of self, self-worth, self-importance, self-acceptance, right? Separate that this individual's feedback is about my behavior, not about my character or who I am. and. As you think about that, look for clues in your conversation that support that the feedback is about your behavior, not about who you are. And if need be, really ask that individual to clarify that. Yeah. 
It's a good life hack. It is. So internal tendency. I think we got it. Baby blue. Get after that self-awareness. Stay curious. Stay curious.